Another day, another verbal commit. We got another one. Welcome to the U, Joshua Horton. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. I'm so excited. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So yesterday it was Marcellus Pulliam, the three-star linebacker out of Tyrone, Georgia. Today, another Georgia boy, Langston Hughes High School, excellent football powerhouse in Georgia. Joshua Horton, six foot four, 290 pound defensive tackle. Over 100 tackles in his senior season in high school. And this one, guys, it's not only a verbal commit for Miami at an area of big-time need. Defensive tackle is a, a position that uh, up until this commit from Horton, uh, Miami had a goose egg, 0.0 defensive tackle commits for this coming season. So this one was desperately needed. This is a really good player despite the three-star ranking. I think he should be ranked higher than three stars. And it's not only a verbal commit, it's a flip. Joshua Horton has been verbally committed to the University of North Carolina. It's long been speculated going back to the early months of the college season that he might be reevaluating that commitment. Miami has been all over this one said in September. He got his offer from the University of Miami back on September 30th. He came down to the U for a visit that, you know, people knew about, but for his sake, they were trying to keep it a little bit hush-hush. He came down to visit Miami for the game against Duke on October 22nd, even though the game didn't go so well for the Canes. I guess he had a good enough time uh, on his visit, and he appreciated what coaches had to say that this young man decided to flip to the University of Miami. And, folks, this is another impressive job on the recruiting trail by Miami's coaches because this player was sought after not only by North Carolina, where he was verbally committed, but Georgia has been pushing for Horton to the point where uh, I thought Miami almost had this in the bag throughout the week, but I was starting to get a little bit nervous at times about uh, Miami's chances because I know that throughout the week, Georgia started to push a little bit harder. And then reports on Saturday, uh, today's Sunday, so reports from yesterday, Saturday, were claiming that Alabama – yeah, Saban just offered this guy yesterday. <laughs> so Miami had to fight off interest from Georgia. They had to fight off interest uh, from Saban and the Crimson Tide. And this young man has decided to take his talents to the U. Just trying to fix my uh, my lighting here for the YouTube watchers. I don't know what's going on. Like I, I'm uh, I'm disappearing like Marty McFly's uh, brother in the uh, in the photo and Back to the Future. So, and the reason why, guys, some of the many reasons why I say Joshua Horton, the newest Miami Hurricane, who joins Marcellus Pulliam, who committed yesterday, then a couple days prior to that on Wednesday, Collins Achiampong, who's one of my very favorite players in the class of 2023, committed to Miami. So, uh, he heading into, he just played a high school playoff game on Friday night. And, you know, I wasn't at the game, it was in Georgia. It was uh, his high school, Langston Hughes, against Rome, Georgia. And I heard from people who were at that game that 
Horton was dominant. He was basically uh, living in the backfield of Rome and making big plays. So coming into that game, I don't know what his updated stat is at this point, but coming into that game, he had 105 tackles on the season. So that number's through the roof now. Had 96 tackles as a junior the year prior. Um, he's got the measurables, obviously, being uh, you know six foot four, but with a six foot ten wingspan. You know, I've watched as much high school footage of this young guy as I possibly can going through Huddle and various other YouTube uh, highlight reels. And he really impresses me, of course, with his size and strength. But he's got speed, quickness and grace that you don't always see with a fella of that size. Like he really, really moves quickly. Like if you blink, you're going to miss him disrupting something in the opposing backfield. Like I, I'm a little bit puzzled as to why he's only a three star, because usually when you have the measurables, like he does, you've got the stats like he does playing at a, at a good powerhouse football high school. So it's not like he was playing against inferior competition. Like if this guy was like from the middle of the woods somewhere in Idaho and there's like 40 people at his high school and all of them are on the football team and they play against like farmers from the next state, like from North Dakota, then I could say, well, I don't know. I don't know about those 105 tackles, but no, this guy's playing top competition at Langston Hughes and he's got those offers, Georgia, Alabama, like we talk about, Auburn, he was considering, LSU, FSU, Arkansas, Michigan, Michigan State, Tennessee, of course, Miami and North Carolina had all offered uh, Joshua Horton, and he ends up deciding to flip to the University of Miami. So uh, I'm really, really excited about this player, and again, defensive tackle has really been a need for the U and you know I, I have been asking around like we had a conversation a couple days ago with John Garcia Jr. from Sports Illustrated just wondering like you know and I know with the whole star system there's a lot of politics involved with it and who really cares at the end of the day this is why we have people like Alonzo Highsmith and Mario Cristobal and Roland Smith uh, and all the great recruiters on Miami staff, Coach Salavea. By the way, shout out to Coach Salavea because he's the one who uh, I would assume sealed the deal to get uh, Horton flipped to Miami because coach Salavea went up uh, to Georgia to watch Langston Hughes Rome and visited with Joshua Horton. So we can probably give a strong assist to coach Salavea on this one. Like they're evaluating the talent. They don't necessarily care who's a five-star, a four-star or three-star. They're just trying to find the best players possible, the best players uh, with the right attitude and the right characteristics on the field and off the field fit with the University of Miami but I, I was asking around like why is this guy only a three-star and not a four-star because he seems to have the recipe for a four-star and you know maybe like body-wise he, he needs to kind of tone up a little bit and you know maybe with size like he's a little bit of a tweener because uh, he's not like a 300 315 pound guy but you know he might be able to, to kind of get there because he's still growing and growing into his frame so uh, you know this one has like he, he's definitely not as raw as someone like Collins of Chiampong, because like Collins was described very well with us by John Garcia as a blank slate, right? Because he's probably played more basketball and more soccer in his life than he's played American football, but he's got such freakish athleticism and he has learned so quickly in the little time he spent playing American football, but he's got a lot of work to do as a Chiampong. He's a little bit more of a blank slate, whereas, you know, maybe you could say that Horton is, you know, a little bit of a project, but he's, he's way farther along than some players who have got four stars or even five stars in this process. So 
Um, you know, th this guy seems to have uh, seems to be very, very uh, intelligent, great personality and all, all those things we're looking for. He's a dog. He wants to come in and compete. These are the types of young men that Cristobal is looking for. So we're going to I got a couple of other recruiting notes for you, including something very reassuring on the Miami quarterback situation and the blueprint for what Cristobal is trying to do to rebuild and overhaul this Miami Hurricanes defense. We're going to talk about that right after we talk about my favorite Christmas gift that I received last year. I'm hoping to receive this again this year, a hint to any of my relatives who may be watching, and you know, just a hot tip for you guys if you're looking for a great gift to give someone in your life. Guys, Omaha Steaks, they are crushing it out there. The gift of Omaha Steaks, I never imagined how badly I needed or wanted this in my life until I received this last year. The convenience of the delivery, the unforgettable holiday experience, putting those steaks on the grill. Omaha Steaks is America's favorite butcher since 1917 and a holiday gift that's guaranteed to be loved. The holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give a gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. And you will be. Go to omahasteaks.com and use code LOCKEDON at checkout and receive $30 off your order. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon. Oh, so good. A chilled bone, air chilled boneless chicken, ultra juicy burgers, and even easy to prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping, the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code locked on at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code locked on at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So, Joshua Horton, six foot four, 290 pound interior defensive lineman, is now in Miami Hurricane. Welcome to the U, young man. Uh, and you look at, because I want to go back to the linebackers for a second, and hopefully you guys checked out. We did an episode on Marcellus Pulliam yesterday, who's now, he's no longer the newest Miami Hurricane commit, but he's the, the second newest Hurricane commit now. So we did an episode on Pulliam, uh, the three star linebacker out of Georgia who committed on Saturday night. And emphasized how important his size and his speed is to this coaching staff because Miami in recent years have been using a lot of undersized linebackers safeties that they've been converting to linebacker you get a guy like Pulliam who's six foot three 215 plus uh this was an unbelievable uh point made by bang bang canes on Twitter, he wrote this about, you know, the linebackers uh, that Miami is recruiting in this class. OK, and and just just for argument's sake, he considers Caleb Spencer to be a linebacker. I think Caleb is likely to move to possibly the star position or even to safety, but he is classified as a linebacker. So we will allow it just for the sake of this uh, of this information. So the linebackers that Miami has now, five of them signed up to join the class of 2023. Malik Bryant, six foot two, two thirty. 
Marcellus Pulliam, 6'3". Oh, he's actually up to 225. I, I, I said 215. That was my bad. Uh, Pulliam is 225 now, not 215. Bobby Washington, 6'3", 215. Popo Aguirre, 6'2", 220. Caleb Spencer, if he is a linebacker, 6'2", 215. So you notice there is a prototype of the bodies you need, which is going to – and these guys are all fast as well. Like Pulliam – you know, Pulliam doesn't have like maybe he's not as quick as Malik Bryant, but Pulliam does run track in high school. So he's he's well-rounded and he is quick and he's large and he hits really, really hard. So all of these guys have the combination of size and speed that Miami needs because so much of what has held Miami's linebacking core, uh, what's kind of held them back over the last couple of years, a lot of that has really come from just a lack of size. Like they're playing like linebackers with FCS size against FBS and power five opposition, it's only going to get you so far from that unit. So the size of the players that they're bringing in now to play linebacker, they're now recruiting SEC size instead of Sunbelt size. Okay. That's kind of where we're at now on this. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about where, Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, Going back on Pulliam, I wanted to read uh, the nice uh, Instagram message, the social media message that he put out there to, you know, announce that, you know, as respectfully as you can, because obviously if you're a North Carolina football fan, um, you're probably more interested in basketball right now if you're a North Carolina guy. But if you're a UNC football fan, you're, of course, you're disappointed to hear that, uh, you know, one of the better players in your recruiting class is decommitting. So these players, uh, you know, they try to be as classy as possible. And I always say this, folks. You know, obviously, from a Miami point of view, we're happy that he left UNC and he's coming here. Like, we're happy about that. Um, you know, we've seen the shoe on the other foot. Like, you know, a few weeks back, Jaden Rashada decommitted from Miami, committed to Florida. Always be classy. Uh, don't trash these guys on social media. It's a really, really dumb thing to do. You're talking about kids at the end of the day because some of these guys haven't even turned 18 years old yet. Just remember, the right decision for them may not be the right decision for you. So let's not be selfish. We're fans, okay? We want everyone to be Canes, all right? We want everyone to come here. If they choose another school or if they decommit and flip somewhere else, they're making the decision that they feel is best for them and for their family. If their best decision is not your best decision, that's really none of our business at the end of the day. But here's what Pulliam said about UNC, uh, decommitment and commitment to Miami. Uh, Sorry, not Pulliam, uh, Horton. You know, these commits are coming in so fast and furious. I'm starting to get the guy who committed yesterday confused with the guy who committed today. That's where we're at now. But this is what Horton said about his UNC flip to Miami. He says, first off, I want to thank the University of North Carolina for ever taking the time to recruit me and let them know I appreciate them dearly. However, after talking with my family Uh, I have chosen to decommit from the University of North Carolina. I hope to renew the relationship I have made with the university as I continue my career and wish them the best. With that being said, I will be flipping my commitment to the University of Miami as well as closing my recruitment 100%. Go Canes. Hashtag be blessed. So that was the statement from the newest Miami Hurricane, Joshua Horton, Langston Hughes High School, in Georgia, he has uh, decommitted from North Carolina, and he is committed to the University of Miami. I want to talk about where Miami's class of 2023 now ranks. And guys, th- there's a, a pretty real shot we could actually end up uh, top five by the end of this thing. We will talk about that right after we talk about Simply Safe. 
At Locked on Canes, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the great gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system. That's Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked on Canes listeners and viewers 40% off a new security system. But do not put this off, guys. Here's why I love it. The technology is amazing. I can monitor the HD security cameras in my home from my smartphone 24-7. I can control the system. I can watch the cameras crystal clear HD. Uh, it's amazing, guys. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect, that's trademark technology exclusively from Simply Safe, to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get higher priority police response. Do not miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So um, this had actually already happened last night after Marcellus Pulliam committed. The Hurricanes have moved up a spot in the 24-7 recruiting rankings for the class of 2023. Miami was number nine. They were a spot behind those reptiles up there in the swamp. The Hurricanes are now number eight. They ever so slightly past Florida last night, and they gain a little bit more ground with this Joshua Horton commitment today. So the top 10 at this moment per 24-7. And of course, guys, this is like, uh, we're, we're basically, if you think about it, like a like a football game, like four quarters, 60 minutes. I know that there's only you know two and a half weeks to go until early National Signing Day, but we're basically in the second quarter right now. Like There's a long way to go here. This can change. It can get a lot better for Miami. It could get worse for Miami. I think it'll get better, though. So the Alabama Crimson Tide currently have the number one class. Georgia at number two. Notre Dame, number three. Texas, number four. LSU, number five. Ohio State, number six. Oklahoma, number seven. Then Miami at number eight. And the Hurricanes are uh, about two and a half points higher than the University of Florida at number nine, Clemson at number 10, Tennessee 11, Oregon number 12, Penn State 13. Oh, Manny Diaz. Hey, congrats. Although it's James Franklin's team, but, you know, Diaz is, he is on the staff there. USC 14, South Carolina 15. Uh, Florida State is down at 17 now. I wonder, they, they, they're starting to get linked with some players here. I, I wonder how Florida State's going to close out this class. But Miami is in strong position, very, very strong position with the eighth class in the country per 24-7. Uh, got some some very good, reassuring news. Uh, this was uh, reported by Kane Sports. I think they had an exclusive uh, conversation with Emery Williams. Emery Williams, who is you know Miami's only remaining quarterback committed for the class of 2023 after losing Jaden Rashada a few weeks about a month ago and I like Williams a lot uh, he had an awesome season and an awesome final game with Milton High School out in the Florida Panhandle so Cristobal and staff made an in-home visit uh, to um, to Williams and by the way Williams doesn't use social media so that's one of the reasons why he seems to be so quiet because everyone's like where are the Emory Williams tweets? How come Antonio Tripp 
and Ray Ray are always tweeting about how much they love Miami, but where's Emery? Em Emery doesn't use social media, I I've come to understand now. So that, that, that's one of the reasons why he seems so quiet. But uh, Mario Cristobal made a home visit to Williams, and uh, Williams now reportedly is completely locked in, as I hope he was already, but he's completely locked in, more locked in than ever. He's excited, and he has um, completely shut down his recruitment. So he's not he's not flipping. Like, for anybody out there that are like, the silence is deafening with him, because I don't know why he's so quiet. Uh, according to Kane Sport, Emery Williams is, he's completely dialed in and locked in. So, yeah, for next year, um, you know, we know Tyler Van Dyke is back. Jake Garcia is not hitting the portal. At least not now. We'll see if he he could change his mind. Not that I want him to. Like I'm not trying to tell you, Jake. I, I want Jake to stay, but you know he could obviously hit the portal in May if he doesn't do it in December. Uh, Jakari Brown, he's he's staying around. He's going to be here next year for sure. And then Emory Williams coming in. Um, I don't know what the deal is with Peyton Matoka. I think he's still got eligibility left as well. You know, hasn't really gotten an opportunity to do anything here. But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good, solid, loaded quarterback room for next year so we shall see guys it's going to be a busy handful of weeks coming up we'll see if miami can improve their top 10 top 8 recruiting class thank you so much for making locked on canes your first listen today we'll be back tomorrow monday another episode of locked on canes part of the awesome locked on podcast network your team every day